Secretary Thomas C. Perez, the nation's 26th labor secretary. He was sworn in by the president on July 23rd in 2013. And he has committed to making good on the promise of opportunity for all, giving every working family a chance to get ahead and putting a middle-class life within reach of everyone willing to work for it. And these numbers certainly show that he's doing his job. Secretary Perez, an honor to have you with us. Happy Friday, sir. It's always great to be with you, and happy holidays to you and your listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Secretary Perez, 321,000 jobs in November. This was much higher than the economist expected. I would imagine there's a bottle of champagne right next to you right now, uh, sir. And some people say this is the kind of number economists say that people in the middle class need to not only see as a number, but really feel in their own wallets, pocketbooks and bank accounts. Well, we're very pleased with this report, uh, and as you correctly point out, uh, it was a good month. This is the 57th consecutive month of private sector job growth, and uh, this last month was the third best month uh, among those 57. And by the way, that 57 consecutive months is the longest streak on record, and we've now had 10 months in a row over 200,000, and we're on track for the strongest job numbers in uh, in a one-year period. Uh, in 2014 than we've had since uh, the late 90s. And so uh, we're moving in the right direction. And what I also uh, am am heartened by, and not only in this most recent report, but over really the last year or two, uh, the growth is broad-based. Last month's report is not simply uh, temporary hiring from um, the holiday season. We see growth in manufacturing. We see uh, growth in construction. Uh, we see growth in the healthcare sector. Uh, you know, those, it's funny to see the talking points from opponents of the ACA saying uh, it's a job killer. Well, actually, the the, the recession-proof industry of the uh, of the of the Great Recession has been the health industry. We we see growth up and down the spectrum, and uh, auto sales are booming. Another statistic that is really important as we measure uh, the the strength of the economy is that the number of people. Uh, who quit their job voluntarily in October, which is the period that we have the most recent data for, was 2.8 million. And the reason that's important is because uh, people, when they're quitting their jobs, uh, they have confidence that they can get another one. And during the depths of the recession, people weren't quitting their job for good reason. Now we see people have more confidence, and they're moving around. And so uh, we're we're moving in the right direction. We, we undeniably have more work to do. Our wages were up last month at a healthy clip, but we need to sustain that because I've talked to a lot of people uh, who haven't gotten a meaningful raise in years, and uh, a big part of the unfinished business of this recovery is to make sure that we have shared prosperity, that the rising tide lifts all the boats and not simply the yachts. And, and that's what uh, this president's doing every day, making sure we grow this economy from the middle out and provide these pathways to opportunity for everybody. I have to tell you, as Secretary Perez, as a Democrat, I wanted these numbers to come out um, uh, before the last election. <laughs> but uh, the, the, talk about the, the you just mentioned and touched upon. I want to talk a little bit more about the widespread job gains, because I think it's essential, not just that they have grown in health care, which definitely refutes any idea that the Affordable Care Act is, uh, you know, selling, uh, sending all of our jobs to hell in a handbag or that it would increase unemployment 5.8 percent. It's held steady. But that this is uh, a gain across the board in professional services, in business right. services, retail, trade, healthcare, manufacturing, 
and awesome for manufacturing. We should be leading the way again in that uh, as a nation worldwide. Um, uh, this not only encourages you as a you know a number, but why should we as Americans be even more encouraged to see such widespread gains in so many different areas uh, where there is growth industry-wise? Well, I think widespread growth leads to widespread prosperity. When you have growth in manufacturing, uh, you're growing the middle class. And we've seen uh, very solid growth in manufacturing. In fact, the average person on the assembly line at a manufacturing plant is working 42 hours a week. So on average, uh, she or he is working overtime. You look at the construction industry. We had uh, a significant growth uh, last month. And, and we could do even better if Congress, if the Republicans would agree to uh, pass the uh, the transportation infrastructure bill, which historically has been a bipartisan bill. We've got roads and bridges that are so old they'd be on Medicare if they were people. And uh, we could create so many more construction and manufacturing jobs if we would uh, pass a long-term transportation infrastructure bill. So when I look around, the reason I'm optimistic about our future is because of that wide-ranging growth. And, and it's not simply the quantity of jobs that are being created, it's the quality of jobs. And when you have sustained job growth, that's one of the best remedies to address the issue of sluggish wage growth. Uh, robust job growth will lead to sustained real wage growth because uh, it's all about supply and demand. As, as uh, labor markets tighten, in other words, more people are getting in the workplace, then uh, employers, as they hire, they have to pay more because uh, uh, there are less people walking through the door uh, looking for work because they already have jobs. And so that's the key to uh, sustained prosperity, and that's the key to uh, uh, making sure that we have sustained real wage growth, uh, which is really a big part of the unfinished business of our recovery. You did talk, uh, you know, just now about wage growth. The average hourly earnings for all employees uh, rose, uh, non-farm uh, uh, payrolls obviously, rose by $0.09 cents to $24.66 this past month. So that starts to be on the right track and speaks to statistically directly what you were just mentioning with regard to the uh, growth in wages. Absolutely. I mean, if, if we sustained uh, this month's wage growth over uh, the next year, I mean, we would be looking at uh, roughly uh, 5% uh, wage growth because it's 0.4%. You multiply that times 12, and you got 4.8%. So uh, that's, that's real growth. And uh, the, the key, I think, or one of the keys is, again, um, continuing to do our level best to pick up the pace and maintain a steady pace of job creation. That's why we continue to fight for increases in the minimum wage. People wonder, well, I, I talked to a lot of middle-class um, people who asked me the question, well, you know, the, middle, the minimum wage doesn't really mean anything to me um, in the sense that I, I make more than the minimum wage. And I tell them, this is why it's important to you. Uh, job creation is really a joint venture between companies and consumers. Uh, when people have more money in their pockets, they spend it. And uh, when people spend more, then businesses hire more. Uh, and when businesses hire more, that's good for everybody. And so that's why it's so important to make sure that we are uh, doing our level best. And uh, that's why we're working on the minimum wage and continue to do so. Uh, we're, we're about to issue um, uh, a regulation on uh, the issue of people who look, work overtime. When I was a kid, if you told me uh, someone's parent was a manager 
that meant usually that they were in the middle class. That's no longer the case anymore because some of our regulations are, are um, antiquated, and uh, there's too many loopholes in there that allow the people in retail, for instance, to work 70-hour weeks, and they're making $25,000 a year. That's not fair. That's basically a minimum wage job for a manager. And so we're, we're doing everything we can to raise wages. We're doing everything we can to give people the skills to compete. We're, we're totally transforming how we deliver uh, workforce training services because uh, advanced manufacturers are telling me day in and day out, um, I'm, I'm bullish about the future. Give me the skilled workers I need to succeed, and we're doing just that. And it's, there's nothing more exciting in this job than when I meet people who have punched their ticket to the middle class. Many of them have switched careers because their old job went away, and now they've gotten a better job uh, because they've been able to upskill. Uh, that's a big key to our success, and, and I hope your listeners will know that uh, you know, the Department of Labor, uh, not only are we expanding opportunity, but we're also uh, Match.com. Uh, we match <laughs> workers who uh, want to punch their ticket to the middle class with employers who want to uh, grow their businesses, and we've been doing it for millions of Americans across this country in our 2,500 American job centers, and if you get on DOL.gov, um, you can find the location of the job center near you, and we'll 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 make a date with you. I have to say, Secretary Perez, between the um, Medicare for the bridges, uh, the Match.com for jobs, and then I'll add when you're talking about the American people getting new jobs like Madonna reinventing themselves, I think that we can become a comedy team if we quit our day jobs in the future. <laughs> I'd love uh, to do that with you. Does the private sector growth refute the claims, uh, largely by the GOP, that businesses are not driving our economy? Don't these stats refute that? Well, I'll tell you, uh, yeah, job growth, I, the the business sector is incredibly resilient, and so are the American people. And uh, you know, job growth is really a joint venture between businesses and consumers. And uh, you know, we we took a big punch to the gut here in the Great Recession. And I always remind people, and I, I it's important to remind people, we lost two million jobs in the three months before President Obama took office. Two million, uh, including something like nine hundred thousand in the month before he took the, um, took the oath of office. And, and here we are now, 57 consecutive months of private sector job growth. A year ago, our unemployment rate was 7%. If I, if I brought together 20 economists across uh, the political spectrum, conservatives, uh, progressives, and in between, and said, what do you think the unemployment rate will be? Uh, December of 2014, I, I'm doubtful that even um, our best friends would have said 5.8%, uh, but we've been making real progress. Yeah. And uh, the president's commitment uh, to uh, strengthening uh, the middle class and building these ladders of opportunity for everybody who wants uh, to work hard and play by the rules is really starting to pay dividends. And I talk to businesses large and small across this country and they have a bullishness about them. I was just in Europe uh, a month ago, and I, I talked to people over there, and I hear time and time again, I wish we had your level of recovery uh, where we are right now. And uh, we've got a heck of a lot of work to do. Make no mistake about it. There's still too many people on the sidelines. There's still too many people who are working a 40-hour work week and getting their food at a food pantry. That's not who we are as a nation. But uh, we're going to continue to fight for them. And, and um, there is no champagne in the Department of Labor because um, there's still 
way too much unfinished business, but I'm confident we are on the right track uh, moving forward uh, to make sure that we really build an opportunity society for everybody. I think you're doing a wonderful job, Secretary Perez. I think the job centers are very successful, and you and your great staff are key to that. And it's more than a pleasure and an honor to have you with us again.